Hello and welcome to another episode of Downtown Not the Podcast. I am your co-host Dustin Dubuque with Becca Schoenborn. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> so our last episode, Becca was a little, uh, a little on the wild side. And as people know, we, we do record these back to back. So in the 20 minutes between episodes, have you, uh, have you brought yourself down? <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> As I'm caffeinating myself. <laughs> As you're pouring more coffee to get yeah. you through the next uh, little bit. I feel like maybe I'm a little bit more clear-headed because I didn't just wake up 20 minutes ago. Sure. Now you're, you're <laughs> like up and, like, you're up and talking minute. and moving. So, you know, I, I, uh, I, feel, uh, I feel more confident, confident in uh, Yeah. In <laughs> I don't know. We, Even though the last one was pretty fun. It so, was fun, uh, We had yeah. a great time. Um, but since we, uh, I remember this time. Our great community cookout, by the time this drops, will be September 15th. Yes, that one of my favorite events of the year. It is. And I know I'm, I'm just repeating what we probably talked on this podcast last year when we promoted that. Mm-hmm. But it was always my favorite event to go to even before I ever worked here. Mm-hmm. It was like my favorite Menominee event was the great community cookout. Yeah, that it's, was one of the first events that I went to as an outreach coordinator, too. Like really? That was one of the first like regular reoccurring events that I started going to yeah yeah it's a great time it's so fun it is it's just right downtown this year we're keeping it a lot six so that's you know across the right next door to cobblestone hotels parking lot food trucks music mm-hmm. all the things this year we have a car show going on during it. it's gonna be the probably the one and only time we connect a car show to it as mm-hmm. of right now so that'll be an interesting change to the event this year so that adds a little bit more and then there's community mm-hmm. tables and stuff and it's lots just of delicious food. Lots of good food from the co-op. I'll be there. Serving food. Yeah. Walking tacos. Obviously, oh, that's yes. become our kind of our thing. I freaking love a walking The last tacos. few years, we yeah we decided to try those one year, and now I don't think we can ever go back because people are going to be expecting them forever. Isn't that this, like a walking taco is kind of like the saddest thing, but it's so awesome. It's literally it's just <laughs> like meat and <laughs> toppings in a bag of chips. I it's know like, it is. It's the weirdest thing, but <laughs> also like you don't make it at home. I think the thing is, it it's is. like it's never something that you would make for yourself. Like it's something that you get at a fair or you get when you're I out know. doing weird things it's like that. crazy. Like, I remember once years ago, my wife and I did make them at home as like a thing. Like the, yeah. It was in no way the same. <laughs> It was. I remember her and I literally discussing how, like, not fun it was. We were like, why don't we just eat a taco? We're right. adult humans. Like, why are we making this at home? I don't need to buy. Why did I buy little bags of chips? Like, why would I do that? <laughs> like, it, 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 like, it all made no sense. But no, it's honestly. the experience, of, like, the I, rest of the experience, I was a tra- I, I was a track guy in high school, and um, my favorite was going to Colfax because their concessions were open always had walking tacos mm. and i went every year knowing that when we went to colfax i would eat at least like three of them mm-hmm. also i don't know what it is but there's something very satisfying about being able to just like crunch all the chips because you uh, don't normally get to do that you get to crunch them all so you can eat them also it's like a handheld food which is not something you really have to worry about at home usually you can have a plate and a fork <laughs> you know but like when you're out walking around and you don't want to sit down it's easier to carry i just love this um this the banter of what are why we like? <laughs> We've been talking tacos. about washing tacos for like three minutes. minutes. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, what other food vendors are going to be at the co-op besides? <laughs> yeah, the co-op's me. there. We have Captain PJ's Barbecue. Culver should oh, be yeah. there. Um, and there's the usual. Yeah, the usual suspects. Is Siler's going to be there this year. Siler should be there. Yep, kind of the usual suspects that show up to all. I the, think that's everyone, and then Bills. Yeah, Bills all does all of our drinks, which is great. Beverages, root yeah. beer floats, all the which things. are always popular. We 
sling a lot of rip your floats at this thing. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of like if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing, which is why we like it. It's, we don't change. I mean, this year's a huge change. We have a car show with it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that is a big change for us. Oh, and there's always raffle baskets too that, that you can win. Yeah. So we have a lot of the same, same things, but you know what, if it's working and people like yeah. it, we don't want to change it too much and people won't like it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I love it too. I mean, again, I, me and my wife went multiple years before I ever was involved in downtown and mm-hmm. we always made it a thing to go. So it's a good, it's fun. So yeah, that's September 15th, four to eight o'clock uh, in downtown Manama. You can't miss it if you drive downtown. Mm-hmm. It's right down on Main Street. Yeah. Well, should we transition yeah. from walking tacos to, to our, our guest? guest. I like uh, otherwise, it. you know me. I'll I'm, be able I'm, to talk I'm, about food for the next 25 minutes on accident. Yep. Uh, I'm excited for you to transition from walking tacos to our guest. <laughs> 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 Walking Taco sounds like it could be a feature in Volume 1 magazine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we have an in. <laughs> there's your segue. Yeah. So there's our guest. Uh, goodbye. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, today we're joined by Brian Mackey. Yep. No, I, always second guess, I always second guess your last name, even though I know that that's how it's pronounced. Right on. Um, from Volume 1 magazine absolutely publication website all of the above right Chippewa on valley knower of all things yeah that's truly it. It, it and i'm sorry i know you said it off mic what's your exact job title uh media strategy director which is translated into i stay out of everybody else's way and let them do their job i'm just the ice in the drink you're just yeah, you're the you're the you're the end of the, the end of the line kind of is that it right on there you go so there yeah, volume one. I mean, this is exciting. Becca and Very. I, we were talking off mic again that how much we both really, really love volume one. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice to actually talk to somebody who's so ingrained in. Well, I appreciate the uh, accolades and so forth. You know, volume one has been around since March of 2002. So uh, we're actually celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. So mm-hmm. uh, wow, yeah. Yeah. yeah you would have, you just had a. 20th anniversary party at Brewing Project, right? That is correct, yes. Uh, Whiz-bang of a good time. I would say it's almost like a a chamber business after hours on steroids, just in terms of a lot of community stakeholders and Mm -hmm. a a lot of friends of Volume 1, both in terms of contributors, readers, and uh, certainly advertisers and sponsors as well. So we're just pleased and honored to host an event like that and uh, attract, uh, you know, that and have a celebratory experience for everybody, Mm -hmm. so... 20 years is a long time. That's awesome. Yeah. You bet. How long have you been with Volume 1? Well, let's see. I've had two tours of duty at Volume 1. I uh, was there from March of 2014 through December of 17, and I uh, went back to another media organization in the Chippewa Valley, and then rejoined Volume 1 right preceding before the pandemic in February of 2020. Uh, oh, good timing. I was wondering. I was like, I thought for a second, I was like, I thought that you weren't at Volume 1 for a little bit, but then that makes perfect sense. You weren't. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, you know, again, it must I really be a great place if it, if you came back. Well, it is. It is, and I'll tell you what I I've worked for uh, uh, publicly owned organizations, family organizations, uh, hedge fund management organizations, and so forth, and they all have their different cultures. Of course, you know, pros and cons either way. But uh, I really enjoy working for a visionary 
forward-thinking entrepreneur, Nick Meyer. I mean, uh, you know, he's a true, true uh, guy that uh, has his ear to the ground. He knows what readers want to read about. Um, he's got a great nose for hiring great talent. And uh, in terms of our graphic designers, in terms of the writers, uh, you know, it provides a platform for community contributors as it relates to articles and features and stories and, and photos. So it's really a community-oriented, communal type of uh, product and brand to represent. So that's what's fun about it. Yeah. I think it's an awesome organization, too. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. You're I mean, often the first people to pick up stories of, of things we're doing, which is awesome. Like, it's a lot harder to get stories put into, like, the big, like, widespread news stations. So, Right, so, yeah. We kind of look forward to, uh, awesome. you know, filling that niche, so to speak. Yeah. You know, and as a matter of fact, filling niches, of course, uh, on May 19th in that publication we did the best of Chippewa Falls so uh, now what I'm really just proud and pleased and honored is that uh, currently right now there's the best of Menominee pullout guide yeah. uh, that one shines. of my favorites of the year of course you I bet. mean selfishly Duh. selfishly favorites of the year yeah. I mean Chippewa is cool and all but uh, we're here for the <laughs> well, you know, and the, the whole purpose of these, of course, you know, they're distributed, uh, you know, throughout Altoona, Chippewa Falls and Eau Claire and, of course, Menominee. But it's to inspire and to incentivize our readers in those other regions to come to Menominee and just enjoy all of the great assets that this community offers. So, uh, you know, on this current issue, for instance, you know, there's some of the best restaurants in Menominee that will be mentioned, of course, and uh, 10 can't miss outdoor sports spots, you know, like parks and trails and, and those types of things. Um, you know, it'll feature the grand opening of the uh, Ellsworth Creamery, which happened, you know, just a couple weeks ago. And then, of course, the upcoming season at the Mabel Tainter Theater, as well as renovations to the uh, Devil's Punch Bowl as that relates to adding stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. Those yeah, types that's of all things. really big stuff, too. I mean, the Punch yeah. Bowl stuff is huge. I, I mean, you've been, when was the last time you went to the Punch Bowl? Um, I was there last summer. Okay. And... I usually try to go at least once a year. Yeah, I love too. to go in the winter. The winter's the best I time. I think having new stairs is going to be a game changer this gonna winter. Because cr- if you've ever gone in the winter, it creates just like oh, You might as well get a luge. sled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might as well get a sled. I yeah. think I know every year, and it's just like you hold on. You're like in a, like a Looney Tune, like when <laughs> Sylvester the cat slips and he like claws into yes. something. Like that's what you're doing. You're like going down. You're like, I can do it. And then I good luck it. getting back up. Yeah, and then you completely, like, you get to the bottom, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's so beautiful down here. And then you're like, how the how the heck am I getting back yeah. up, the steer, up these stairs? It makes no sense. It's a trek. So yeah, so that's going to be. Having new stairs is going to be Yeah, and amazing. I'm so glad that that got highlighted in Volume 1 because, I mean, mm-hmm. it is a, I mean, I don't know. So, it, it, Beck and I bring this up a lot here when we talk about Menominee, but sometimes we take stuff for granted, but the punch balls like this, it's such a thing. Yeah. And, and I, I know it sounds like stairs sound so minimal, but if you've been there and you've had to walk up and down the old stairs, they were just very outdated. Like yeah. they're they were too skinny. Whatever. Anyways, it was yeah, the whole thing. But, but it's great that that's getting highlighted. I think that'll help a ton of people because I'm sure there's tons of people that get deterred. Oh um, yeah, I mean, from if you have any sort of mobility issues, you there's no way have been able to get down. There's those absolutely no old way. Stairs. Yeah, even like in like again, I, I, like even kids. I remember bringing my son down there when he was younger, and it was tough. I mean, mm. just tough stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's awesome that that's that is a highlight. I mean, again, it, and and nails with creamery. That's just the, my favorite thing in town at the moment. Yeah. So. Everybody, please eat cheese curds. Always in my honor. Every <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, no, that's, yeah. Well, and I have to give, uh, and, and Brian, I, you know, I, one thing I've thought that Volume 1's done an awesome job at in the last handful of years, too, is highlighting 
Chippewa and Menominee and the surrounding yeah, communities I think too. You guys have it really, really expanded. expanded. Yeah. Look at that. It really <laughs> expanded. It's true. I mean, you know, I remember, you know, starting 10 years ago and, you know, it, it did always feel volume one, which it should be. It's Eau Claire centric, but it was really Eau Claire centric. And I've thought in the last five years, it's been, I mean, it's been so nice to have like the random couple months where then there's like five articles about Menominee pop up and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this happened. This. I'm like, oh, that, I'm like, that's just so nice that. But, mm-hmm. And then I see the Chippewa stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, this is so this is this is great for everyone because mm-hmm. Volume One's so ingrained in Menominee, so it's nice when you know the shoutouts are there. So it's very cool. You bet, you bet. Um, you know, we feed off of that enthusiasm too. That keeps us very inspired. You know, you throw a little bit of love back into the community, and the love comes back at you. It just keeps us inspired to continue to uh, to provide that kind of coverage. So uh, we're pretty pleased in that. I don't know if I may give a shout out to the sponsors of the Best of Menominee Pullout Guide. May for I? Sure. May Go I for I do it. that? Absolutely. Uh, these certainly couldn't happen without our advertisers, of course. But then, of course, our co-presenting sponsors, which is Wisconsin Credit Union. We love mm-hmm. them. Great sponsor to I was us as well. Say, they sponsor so much in the community. Oh, they're that awesome. Amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. That's great. And then, of course, Explore Menominee, yep. you know, with yep. the leadership of Tammy Simon over there. So mm-hmm. um, that certainly helps us uh, to produce the magazine. And then, of course, you know, advertising support from Main Street Menominee, the Downtown Association. You know, we, we wouldn't be able to do it without you folks, yeah, simply, simply put. And, of course, all the connections that you provide us as well, you know, just in terms of, you know, you should talk to these people or you should interview these folks. And, you know, we can't uh, do that without your guidance and uh, your input for sure. Aw. <laughs> so nice. That was so nice. Yeah, yeah no, that it's great. I Just because you kind of like I men- mentioned it before, the one thing I do also like about Volume 1 is, and Eau Claire in general in the last seven years is just the progressive like moving of Eau Claire, kind of definitely seeing like very much where the world's kind of going, or at least America's kind of going, and like, the, like just how we're evolving like just everything in our towns, right? And, uh, and Volume 1 does a really good job at that, too. So, like, what is that? I mean, you said you were there in 2014 for a little while and stuff. Like, what do you? What have you seen? And, I mean, it's eight years. I know you were gone for a little bit there. But there's an evolution that has to happen, not only in Eau Claire, but in the magazine itself or publication. Sure. Well, I think, you know, just by virtue of how many cranes you can see in downtown Eau Claire, it's just yeah. pretty amazing in terms of uh, that economic infrastructure of development. Um, a lot of young entrepreneurs and a lot of uh, outside investment from uh, other regions um, has certainly contributed to the growth uh, in the Chippewa Valley in its totality. You know, some of the things that we're pretty excited about, of course, is uh, the Eau Claire Children's Museum as it relates to having the pop-up here in Menominee as well as in Chippewa Falls. I mean, that just is another remarkable example of, you know, we're all in this together and, and uh, let's share assets and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, by virtue of the fact that, uh, you know, Menominee Market Food Co-op is expanding, of course, in Eau Claire as well. So that is a cool thing. It's fine. Don't go overboard. (laughs) (laughs) She she got excited about something. What's going on She works for the co-op. Oh, really? That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, She's I, very excited. Shameless plug, sorry, but I know. Uh, nonetheless, it uh, wasn't. Uh, we uh, we we did. Get one, uh, one of our listeners mentioned uh, a handful of months ago to me that uh, uh, they uh, the couple uh, listens to our podcast, which is very nice. But of course, it's like anything where you we can talk all day, and we don't. Li- I don't listen to every episode back, and you know, people obviously if they listen up, you've listened to podcasts, they'll pick up on the things, and they say that uh, they said. Uh, 
we always wait to see how long it takes for the co-op to get mentioned. Oh, and my. It's so funny. And now she's hyper. Now Becca's <laughs> I'm very aware. Hyper, hyper aware of it. So yeah. that's just funny. So she's, that's why she's like, well, he said it, not me. So it wasn't me this time. Look at that. You got, you got her off the hook this time. Oh, Do you yeah. hear that? Okay. Yeah. But no, no, true, though. I mean, again, if you go back yeah, and listen to her. We epi- didn't touch on that when we were talking about the Children's Museum. Yeah. But yeah we're going to be neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. The last very episode exciting. we talked about with Brandon at the Children's Museum. And now, I mean, it's, that's. That's two huge things going right now. And it just feels like it... I, I, I thought this one, when the Children's Museum was kind of doing it, the co-op and the other couple things that are going on there. I like... Two years ago, I mean, maybe a little before the pandemic, three years ago, I was like, at some point, Eau Claire has to stop. And it's still going, which right is on. awesome. Like, right. I mean, the mm-hmm. downtown is just so awesome right now. Yeah. We're getting... T- to the point where there's almost no spaces left, though. Yeah, that to buy like to the buy. lot that right. we bought was one of the last empty downtown lots, I think. Um, yeah, so we, it's just kind of sorry we cut you off. Yeah. No, no. Well, it, you just you know, in terms of other assets and so forth, uh, you know, I'm not a native of this region, but I moved here in April of '92, so I consider myself a native by now. Yeah, but you're a townie. The, I'm a townie. You're a townie uh, at this through point. and through. '92. That's it. Through and through. <laughs> Uh, but by virtue of that, I was really blessed to have a, uh, I guess you call a red carpet tour of the Mabel Tainter Theater. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. wow, what a remarkable asset. You know, from an outsider, my first experience when the director took me through top to bottom, left to right, I was, and the, the history behind it mm-hmm. um, is another remarkable thing. So I just, I hope that, uh, you know, get that pull-out guide, you know, the best of Menominee. And mm-hmm. uh, for those. Please go. <laughs> I, we, again, that's another thing that's on this on our topics a lot is just like how much we I the mean theater. you can't not love the Mabel Tainer I <laughs> yeah. mean I, I just can't just mm. go if you haven't I know I, I know you mentioned in the polo guide they're going to do you know the the calendar of shows is probably in there I'm assuming upcoming season upcoming correct season yep. um, I know the one I'm going to so I'm a big uh, you know the music at the Mabel's not my style but I, I'm a big into the comedy shows and stuff there mm-hmm. and they have uh uh that, like the couple guys from whose line is in anyway doing improv uh, oh yeah colin mockery right. and the brad guy i'm like oh i'm going going to that and reliving my youth of watching whose line is in anyway mm-hmm. 20 years ago and yeah. it's going to be awesome well the big thing for us for volume one is just in terms of trying to infuse um you know reactivity for the mabel you know as it relates to the pandemic yeah. You know, it hurt obviously everybody. And I think it was an equal opportunity offender to every business sector, mm-hmm. but especially certainly the arts and entertainment. And, uh, you know, we'll do what we can as far as coverage and so forth as it relates to uh, to the Mabel and to everything else here in this region as well. But certainly the Mabel, just because they had a, obviously a tough time here these last couple of years. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and they're coming out. It, it, and, and like you said, I I think they're new. They have, they have some new direction down there too, which is really nice. I think it was I think it was needed. So like I think some of the shows and some of the stuff they're doing, I think is just the best some of the best stuff i've seen them do lately so that's been great well one of the things certainly too that i kind of want to harken back on as i look back over my shoulder in the rearview mirror is that uh, in april of course you know i think it was tammy simon had spearheaded uh, and that's where we met yep. dustin that's yep. where we met at uh, at that event and i was just amazed at the community you know just in terms of the breadth of stakeholders that showed up to that meeting in terms of ideas and sharing um, goals and objectives and those sort of things to promote the area and uh, it was just it was exciting to to, uh, to witness and I was so fortunate to be there to experience you know everybody's enthusiasm yeah there was a what Brian's referring to is the Tammy uh, the tourism director who is coming on to an upcoming episode in a couple Ooh. months um, she uh, spearheaded this like just 
get people in a room, talk tourism type stuff. And mm-hmm. it was one of the moments, and I agree with Brian on this, where it f- you go to those things a lot, right? And sometimes you're just like, all right. You're like, okay, I get it. And we'll see what comes of this. Or other times you're like, I want to waste of two hours and it's just whatever. But I even came out of that one going like, that felt really good. I thought just the way Tammy promoted how the tourism is. Like, again, I... I try not to repeat ourselves on this podcast too much, <laughs> but Beck and I have talked about this a lot. Is that there's this just this group of people right now that are in all these positions, from the city level to the nonprofits to the tourism to the to the people. Like it feels like Menominee right now is at a place where there's a lot of good people in the right places, and mm-hmm. that meeting was very good for that. Like I felt like that, and, and, and again, having you there was was actually kind of a big deal. There's like two people afterwards that said. Volume one was here. <laughs> like that's not no. I don't think in Menominee. Like you know, I think that goes yeah. harkens back to like what I alluded to earlier is that people don't just they just assume Volume One's Eau Claire, right? right. And Tammy had the wherewithal to be like, no, um, they cover Menominee plenty, and mm-hmm. they should be here. And the more you're around, the more probably we're on the minds of people like Volume One or people, you know, mm-hmm. Eau Claire's a bigger area, and they're only a half an hour away. So why not embrace the Mm-hmm. the aspects of Claire that we just don't have. I mean, that just makes sense, yeah. right? Right on. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was kind of a cool, very cool experience. Um, it was cool for me because I've met people over emails. Right? Yeah, as, as <laughs> yeah that's said. what I said when I you walked in this morning. I was like, oh, wow. I know you. We're both real people. <laughs> we don't just exist in emails. A name with a face and a face with a name. Yeah. Wow. Right on. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Yeah. So you've gotten to see almost half of volume one's history can you tell us a little bit more about like how it got started kind of how it's grown absolutely well um again i'm going to harken back to nick meyer and uh you know i don't i'm not being gratuitous or uh what's the other word i'm looking for but i mean it's warranted you know the sunshine that uh that i'm that i'm emitting on him back in the day in march of 2002 no other media company was really following or promoting the arts and culture and entertainment. And um, the common vibe back then was that, geez, there's never anything to do around here, you know. And uh, I think through Nick's leadership and through his connections, you know, he kind of had shown the spotlight on, you know, live music. You know, where is it happening? When is it happening? Who's producing it? And it's starting to shine the spotlight on those types of things. Uh, community events, you know, um, with the events calendar. You know, those types of things. So it was started under that, uh, you know, under that theory that we just need to promote our area. And there's a lot of events and a lot of things to do around this area where you don't necessarily have to go to the Twin Cities. You don't necessarily, and not no discount against the Twin Cities or Milwaukee or Madison, but just within our own backyard, there's a lot of assets that we have, you know, in terms of our parks and the waterways and, uh, you know, all the quaint communities and so forth. And he just saw a niche you know, as a publisher, as an editor, as a creative director, he just saw a niche that needed to be, um, you know, exposed and, and utilized. And hence the reason for the advent of volume one. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, and, and how have you, and again, I know I'm just, now I'm just thinking of it. Like, how have you seen it kind of change? Like, I mean, volume one, I mean, obviously starting in 2002 to 2022. Yeah, I guess I don't years. even know, like, did it start 
is the like the magazine print publication how it started? Like, yeah, was that your the first? That was the first core platform in terms of how that information was um, put together and presented and so forth. But then, of course, you know, with the advent and the internet and so forth, and that provided us the ability and the opportunity to come up with a what I would like to say is a pretty pretty functional website. Very you know, well designed yeah. in terms of optics and uh, the content is. You know, second to none, we do have an email newsletter database that mm-hmm. we send uh, to a variety of niches like, you know, arts and entertainment, of course, but then food and drink and family emails as well as our general overall emails that have a lot of the articles and a lot of the photo galleries that we cross pollinate with between Facebook and the internet, uh, Facebook and the website and, uh, of course, Instagram now and, and those types of things. And it's just a different way to engage a variety of how information is consumed. Mm-hmm. You know, some people still swear by that they got to have that printed magazine. Mm-hmm. Even some of the millennials that I run into, yeah. you know, full disclosure, a 54-year-old guy, but even some of the millennials that I know that I hire and so forth, you know, they still like that printed product mm-hmm. right in their hand. But then some people exclusively read us uh, through the uh, through the website too. And then yeah. sometimes the web or sometimes the email newsletter, they see something they like, then they click over to the website and then from mm-hmm. Facebook as well over to the website. So, yeah. I am on the email list and it's very rare that I open it and don't click into one of the articles. Like Thank that you. is truly how I find anything to do in the area. It's like either I see it in an email or I go onto the calendar because that is like the main hub for what is happening i was just I gonna like i was just gonna was. say i know you glossed over it, but i i give uh the, our local chamber a lot of credit for finally like being the ones that spearheaded our local calendar mm-hmm. like i mean we've needed it for years and yeah that's finally growing. they said we'll do it and i appreciate them for it but the volume one calendar is uh is killer it's just awesome yeah <laughs> I, I strongly recommend anybody who's looking for stuff to do in the tri mm-hmm. county area or whatever you want to say and anybody who wants to post anything that has of you know arts culture all the well i'll tell you what by virtue of that i do want to give a shout out to our events and listings editor james john sure you know he's the man behind the scenes that's pulling all the levers and organizing all that content and uh you know he handles the submission page so you know we're only as good as the people that use us so we can't sure. necessarily be clairvoyant and know everything that's going on we right. require and certainly uh encourage people to reach out to us mm-hmm. and by virtue of that uh submission page we learn a lot about things and sometimes uh things are bigger than what they seem and it all develops into an article mm-hmm. you right. know, or a feature or something because of that so yeah yeah it's really nice in that way and i you know i've been i've been working with brian on my uh um, probably by the time this drops, metal show that I just um, doing oh. at Cyber G. No big deal. But, <laughs> no big deal. Uh, yeah, no. We, no that's we a big a, deal. We got a great grant through Explore Menominee for it, and we used it, like I think Becca said, um, to work with Volume 1 pretty much just to plan our advertising for it. And mm-hmm. It'll be great. And I know that Eau Claire has it's, – it's, we're fitting a niche that Eau Claire doesn't scratch, and we can bring it here in Menominee, so why not use Volume 1 for that exact reason? I mean, that's literally what it's there for. Mm-hmm. which is awesome well thank you very much appreciate it because again that. without like i think of it like without volume one what it uh, pff, <laughs> how ooh, would i know what how, to do on uh, weekend? well and especially stuff that is out of the ordinary right i think that's what volume one and kind of what you were pushing like does a great job of is that like mm-hmm. where would where else in this area could i put a death metal show promotion through that anybody would see that wasn't on facebook right mm-hmm. there's it doesn't exist well, it, it just doesn't really. When you think about that too, you know, something I like to emphasize when I have these opportunities to speak is that uh, by virtue of the fact that Volume One is a free magazine, you know, we are wholly one hundred percent supported by our advertisers, by our sponsors. 
you know, and without them, again, a shout out to everybody, including Main Street Menominee Downtown Association. Um, we couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't do it. You know, I don't work for free. And uh, mm-hmm. by virtue of that, I don't think any of us do, right? And um, mm-hmm. to have that kind of support with a free publication is uh, pretty remarkable. And I think people who don't, maybe don't work in marketing or advertising or anything like that, you don't realize how much work that is like soliciting ads and just collecting the ads and the payment and stuff like that is so much work like it oh is gosh i can't imagine well wild how much i, time I feel like it's takes. a lot of work when i have to do one when you have to right. submit and, and you an guys ad. do and so yeah trust me <laughs> well and the so thing is is like that you know in, in, in my orbit or in my ecosystem it's not just about putting an ad together it's about a whole campaign and it's about the messaging and the imagery mm-hmm. and you know, the branding and those types of things. We're pretty passionate about that because, you know, by virtue of the fact that Volume 1 also has the local store, mm-hmm. you know, which is our retail outlet with local items and things like that, um, a lot of the practices that we use to promote the local store, we recommend to advertisers and sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, simple as that. So we have a proven recipe, and we just try to evangelize that and yeah. wish for success with uh, those that participate and mm-hmm. choose to uh, invest their precious dollars with us. Yeah. It's working. Whatever you're doing is working. <laughs> well, it does. Yeah. That's why I say and stay out of everybody else's way. That's what yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps growing. I swear every year you're uh, doing something new and adding something I, I, more. That was going to be, a, yeah. that was gonna be my awesome. hard next question is what do, you, what do you see volume one in the next couple years like do, do you see what do you see as like possible things on the horizon well i tell you what we would really like to harken back to some of the events that we did before the pandemic sure you know and those take a herculean effort to pull off and um, during the pandemic unfortunately you know we had to disassociate with that um, community engagement position uh, which was very painful you know, not only for the person that was occupying that position, but for volume one in general, because we're kind of known for our own signature events as well. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, restaurant week. And then, of course, we have the big hullabaloo uh, on Saturday mornings, which is a kid centric event down at Phoenix Park at the confluence of the Eau Claire and Chippewa Rivers. Um, and then we have the great big hullabaloo, which uh, takes place at the Pablo Center at the confluence, which is kind of like a uh, steam type of event, you know, science, engineering, technology. Uh, design that sort of thing uh, for kids and uh, you know we kind of went to school on that event when my first tour of duty um, Nick and myself and a few other uh, key stakeholders within the organization went over to the Twin Cities to one of those STEM things mm-hmm. uh, events and I uh, thought why can't we do it in the Chippewa Valley mm-hmm. so just getting back to those things because now we do have you know a community engagement uh, manager so right. to speak that handles all of that connectivity and handles all of the fulfillment of putting an event on behind the scenes um, because it's a herculean effort i mean I'm, I'm part involved in that as well you know when it comes to sponsors and fulfilling their expectations with being associated with an event but um, to have that position back is a huge thing so for the next couple of years three years yeah, getting back to those up. yeah getting back to those events yeah, that makes again. Total awesome. sense. yeah yeah we're practically Being outreach good. people ourselves. <laughs> we like we understand. Is, we're we're well aware. Feat. Yeah, it is. it is not a simple task to run an event. Oh. And to have an event seem like it's running very smoothly without a hitch. Like, the people behind the scenes did so much to make it feel like it is... I always, and awesome. I, and it's like I always tell people that, like, props. like what the end of the event, because there's always people, because no event runs that smoothly. Mm-hmm. There's always people that are just like that think it ran poorly. And I'm like, but did anybody notice? Mm-hmm. I'm like, right. did, did anybody here notice? I'm like, did you hear them complain about the thing you're complaining? Then it doesn't. It doesn't matter. We yeah. can fix it later, as long as the humans that show up 
Had a wonderful time. Had a wonderful time and didn't really notice or care. Like the little things didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. It's totally cool. Yeah. It's a great time though. It is fun at the end of them though when you actually like <laughs> hear people say, oh, that was good. You're like, yeah. oh, good. One Thank you. One of my favorite parts <laughs> about planning events and hosting them and just going to them in general is like about an hour after they start when everybody's oh, just like yes. hustling and bustling around people are there and you get to just like pause pause for that second and see like oh, wow i did that such like, a good we time. really pulled this off it like, is that feeling such is, a good feeling makes it so worth it yeah it is that like hour hour and a half for you like a cookout's a good one that we brought up like mm-hmm. I, I yeah that's a tough one that's a tough day and yeah about like five five thirty i can actually like okay it's going mm-hmm. I can get a beer and talk to people. And then you're like walking around, you're like, okay, this is suspicious. Suspicious, like, is everything good? Everything's good. I can sit. Where's Murphy's Law? Where's Murphy's Law? Something's got to happen. Where is it? And then, yeah, you get that moment. You're like, okay, this is cool. Mm -hmm. It's that weird little, like, you finally get the moment feeling of like, yep. okay. And I can spot it in other people now too. Like I was at a wedding a couple years ago and there was like the wedding planner was yeah. at the reception and I could see it too in her eyes at the exact moment where she just she's paused like, during the dance like, and was uh, like, <sighs> just smiling like and ca- watching everything happen. The I was chaos like, of the last eight and a half hours. Yep. I know. Like, yeah, well, good, and really you cool. get back to that, uh, just a shameless plug for the uh, Sounds Like Summer Concert Series every Thursday night down mm-hmm. at Phoenix Park in Eau Claire. Very popular. Yeah. You know, my comment to that is that because I work on the business side of that equation, you know, in terms of the sponsors that come on board and sponsor that for the season, making sure that their signage is appropriately displayed, making sure they're getting the plugs and all of the promotion as it relates to the print and the uh, website and email newsletters and so forth. There's a sense of pride to what you were just saying, Becca and uh, Dustin, a few moments ago, where you kind of sit back. Because I'm usually down there every Thursday night, mm-hmm. uh, just to make sure that the food trucks, you know, everybody's getting what they need. Lines are developing. Um, same with the sponsors. You got sponsorship row where they have the ability to put up a tent or a little bit of a display table and so forth. And then to kind of step back and letting those sponsors know that you know you're getting 1,500 people, 1,700, 2,000 people at a community event and that communal feeling where people actually show up early to stake their little area mm-hmm. in the yeah. park. And that's a very gratifying feeling. So I, part of my job is to generate that enthusiasm to the sponsors to say, hey, don't you want to be part of this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you're looking, you're, you know, people are going to look at you differently right. by virtue of the fact that you are sponsoring a community event that people just love. I mean, mm-hmm. look at what we said when you said Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that's oh heck yeah, they sponsor everything. Everything yeah. like that is there's their proof and like the pudding right there. Like, right. don't you want that to be like the thing when you say, "Oh, one of our best sponsors is Wisconsin," and me mm-hmm. and Becca are me like, yes, <laughs> they are. Yeah. They're so good at. We're this. blessed to have their brand. Yeah, the and yeah. like, don't you like without if you don't do these like do that type of stuff, then I mean, how would we ever? How would that reaction ever come from people like us? It's kind of like a big feedback loop, right? Right. Yeah essentially is what that is yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah well we are already close to the end of time okay that crazy? How yeah that? um so first off plugs that you want to give where i mean volume one's easy to find but what yeah. would you uh where, where where can they find everything and do everything for anybody who's listening well i'll tell you <laughs> what you you know you got two major grocers here in town you know so volume one is certainly available there we're at over 470 locations throughout the chippewa valley so uh wow. yeah that's that's the shameless plug oh yeah one day i actually looked at that's that list so many. and i was shocked yeah. I, it was a couple years ago when i was working at junction liquor on the north side of town mm-hmm. i was like this could be a good spot there's not that many on the north side and i contacted volume one i'm like you should throw them here because we had a few people request them mm-hmm. and then i looked at the list and i was like holy 
heck volume one is it in so many places way mm-hmm. more than i would have true. ever most businesses in the area you oh yeah see you a little volume a, one rack yep the little rack it's cute well and again too you have to sell that business owner or that uh business stakeholder you don't have to necessarily sell them but they have to agree to carry it mm-hmm. and uh you know what's in it for me well, right and again what's in it for you are customers that are engaged in the community and right. they want to mm-hmm. spend their money with you and uh, they also want to find out what to do in town so mm-hmm. you know at the same time they're killing two birds with one stone exactly. they're getting that cup of coffee they fill it up and grab a volume exactly mm-hmm. that's it so we end every podcast with the same two questions to our oh guests. Oh, boy. Here so we uh, it, they're, they're really easy. We yeah. So my, my question is, uh, what's your favorite movie? Oh, my. I have a vast movie list. My wife and I just love watching movies. What's my favorite movie? Sorry. Like, that's a, my type of guy I, right I, there. I, I, I just looked at Dustin like, all oh, right. I heard a mass movie list. I'm like, oh, I could talk 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a mob guy, so uh, I would have to go with Goodfellas, Goodness. The Departed, of course, The or, Godfathers. Or Ray Liotta just passed Yeah, away. Ray Gosh, Liotta. That was sad. He was awesome. But love Pacino, the, love De Niro. Yeah, I could take all those. Do you like The Irishman? Yes. Yeah. I loved it. That was a great movie. I'm a painter. Yes. <laughs> yes. So for those that are listening and they're inquisitive, uh, find out what a painter is. Yep. It's not a pleasant uh, it's, not a pleasant role. Uh, Goodfellas is a great choice, though. Yeah. I mean, oh, I know. A list of movies are my favorite. That's all I care about. Yeah. Up to you. You know yeah. me. I can't remember any movie. I've I know seen. you can't. That's why you don't ask that question. I went and saw Thor, and I couldn't tell you anything about it. Well, <laughs> that was your first mistake. You went and saw Thor. Hmm. You're this never might be an unpopular opinion, but I didn't really <laughs> um, all right. They can, Anyways, they can write them all cutesy all they want. He's still I like character. Marvel's shows. I like all the shows that they're doing a little more right now. Yeah, they're really good. Anyways, okay. Deadpool was good. I like Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool's fun. Funny. Yeah, yeah, you have to like Deadpool. Um, I just want to know what kind of good food you've eaten lately. Oh my goodness! Well, uh, I, I love our restaurant scene throughout the entire Chippewa Valley. But uh, I do make a wicked uh, Cajun shrimp and chicken uh, pasta in a Yum. slow cooker. It's my wife's favorite. So, therefore, Oof, that's, that's probably high on the Incredible. list because of her. Yeah. That sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> Cajun anything. I'm like, Cajun. I know. Up. I was like, I'm done after that. I don't care what, after, I don't care what comes after. I just yeah. like the word Cajun. It calls for, it calls for a full Cajun teaspoon of Cajun seasoning. I had to dial that back to half a teaspoon for me. Yeah. My wife is Spanish and Italian. So you know, it. she loves the hot stuff. She loves the srirachas. Mm-hmm. I kind of tend to shy away from that a little bit. But that first recipe that I did with the full teaspoon of uh, Cajun seasoning was a little bit much for my for my taste your midwest so. palate your midwest correct palate. yeah exactly thank you for pulling me out of that one <laughs> that was very gracious of you to recognize that and leave me with some sense of dignity <laughs> that's funny well thank you all the you german so, yeah. and polish heritage here spicy <laughs> spicy didn't come with it yeah well thank you so much for being on brian hey it's been that's an honor and a privilege i really appreciate the opportunity this was awesome yeah check out volume1.org pick up their publication in pretty much any business you go into yep. in the Chippewa Valley. That's about it. Um, go to some of their events and we'll see you next time. <laughs>